talk about the Robert E. Lee Monument and the Stonewall Jackson Monument downtown, uh, both of which were installed in the early 1920s and we'll talk about later, they're actually part and parcel of a campaign of four different monuments that were all installed by the same donor, Paul Goodloe McIntyre. The George Rogers Clark Monument uh, is installed in 1921. George Rogers Clark was famously called the Conqueror of the Northwest, right? Uh, he makes his name by military incursions in the, in the Civil War, the Revolutionary War and the War of 1812 uh, against uh, uh, British encampments uh, along the Ohio River in that territory that would eventually become uh, called the Great Northwest, which of course was largely occupied by Native Americans. So George Rogers Clark uh, is part of the military, American military campaign uh, against first British forces and then also British and combined Native American forces in the Great Northwest. That's how he's making his, uh, his name. So if we look at, we look at the composition of this monument, it's comprised of three, uh, three groupings, right? The grouping on the left is what? Soldiers, right? Soldiers probably allied with Clark, right? So those are his men. You know they're soldiers, why? They have guns, uh, some uniforms, and a barrel that's likely gunpowder, right? Okay, so there's military force behind him. In front of him is who? A group of Native Americans, right? A steadfast and resilient chief. And then a, a woman um, uh, behind, and then a brave with his bare back to us, right? So a, another figure of three. Compositionally, uh, three figures on behind, three figures to, uh, on the in front. Seated on the on the horse, of course, is Clark himself. What's his gesture? Move forward. He's uh, he's looking at whom? The chief, and he's gesturing to what's behind him. He is presenting to that chief an option. What is the option? Surrender or die, right? I mean, so so that's, that's the option that's being presented. At the moment of its unveiling in 1921, the student newspaper recounts for the readers that the great conqueror of the Northwest is evidently explaining the futility of resistance, right? The great conqueror of the Northwest is evidently explaining the futility of resistance. I want you to hold on those words for a second. What has just preceded 1921? World War I, right? So soldiers have returned from World War I. World War I included whole battalions of African-American men. These men fought and died for their country returning to the United States, decommissioned, assumed that they would then be finally accepted. That turns out not to have happened. There is a moment in the late 19-teens uh, when uh, huge numbers of former uh, World War I uh, soldiers are decommissioned. They are then taken off the rolls of the American, of U.S. Army, and they are moving into the workforce. That results in the summer of 1919. Does anybody know what the summer of 1919 is called? Bloody summer. Over the course of the summer of 1919, 
what, are, what have long been called by historians race riots, but we'll talk about why that's actually a wrong title in just a second, called, by, called race riots, unfold in 40 different cities around America, not just in the American South. 40 different cities are embroiled in race, racially motivated violence all around the results of the Great Migration, right? What's the Great Migration? The mass relocation of African Americans from the South into the West, the Northwest, or Northeast, and the Midwest, right? They're fleeing. Uh, so there's a ma massive relocation that has happened in the 20 years before, and then in the moment of the decommissioning of uh, Af particularly African American soldiers from World War I, there's all kinds of tension around jobs. That tension around jobs results in race-based violence in 40 different cities. Violence erupts in Washington, D.C., Charleston, South Carolina, Norfolk, Richmond. This is all in the, particularly 1919, 1920, and 1921. This culminates in what's called the Tulsa riot of 1921. It's of this set, over the course of two years, one of the most violent, resulting in 10,000 dislocated African Americans. Whole blocks of the city of Tulsa, black occupied blocks of the city of Tulsa, are burned. 36 African Americans die. These have long been called race riots, but that title assumes that the adjutants are African Americans. That's not true. In all of these instances, the vast majority of these instances, the adjutants are whites from the lower socioeconomic status and uh, lower mid uh, status enacting violence on African Americans who are now working to take their job, or to get their jobs, to get jobs. Right? And so this is white on black violence. Let's be clear about that. Um, so that's the, the military history. 1919, 1920, and 1921. 1919, bloody summer, Tulsa race riots. Those years are some of the most acute racial tension in the United States is in that window. <laughs>